Hello everyone, I'm Charles and these are the 2018 Oscar predictions from itsjustawesome.com. This year, Toby and Kelly have joined me. Hey everybody. But like always, we're going to keep this nice and short and talk about just a few of the categories to hopefully help you out at your Oscar watching parties this Sunday. You guys ready? We're ready. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's start with Best Picture. The nominees are Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, and finally, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. So, still just nine movies nominated instead of ten, but whatever. And there's quite a few left off this year, including Blade Runner 2049, The Big Sick, and The Disaster Artist. But... I think it's going to be three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, pretty safe bet because it's already won Best Picture at the BAFTAs, the Golden Globes, and the SAG Awards. So um, the only thing that might upset it is The Shape of Water. It had the most nominations this year, and it won at the Producers Guild Awards and the Critics' Choice Awards. Remember, Moonlight famously won last year, even though it had only won the Golden Globe up to that point. La La Land had won every award and still lost. So don't rule out The Shape of Water, but... I still think three billboards is my prediction. My personal favorite, however, won't be popular with Toby, but I loved the Phantom Thread. I don't. I, that's just out of this list. I don't know if it was my favorite of the year, but out of this list, it was my favorite. What do you guys think? Well, I, Charles, I just want to remind you that um, La La Land won first last year, and then Moonlight second. So. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have a repeat of something like that. Well, we predicted we predicted La La Land last <laughs> year based on that, and it didn't win. So these True. these aren't just the the other awards aren't necessarily a guarantee it'll win at the Academy Awards. So yeah, I I I, I think um, you're a little crazy with the Phantom Thread there. Um, I think I have the opposite opinion of you when it comes to that film. I did not personally enjoy it at all, and I thought. Um, the story was just a little out there, um, but you could actually probably say that about, a, you know, maybe a, a few of the other, um, you know, nominees this year. The Shape of Water is, is definitely a different type of story. Um, personally, I think Three Billboards is going to win. Um, as you mentioned, the, the awards has already won. Uh, my personal favorite would have to be um, Absolutely Call Me By Your Name, the emotional appeal of that movie and the characters. Um it, it it really struck a chord. So that would be my um, hope this year. And we'll see if maybe we can have a um, an upset. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I actually, I, I think I personally skew with your prediction, Charles. I think my favorite was Three Billboards. Um, kind of the same reasons you're describing about Call Me By Your Name, Toby. I, I felt like it just really reached out and grabbed me in the feels. You know, I... Francis McDormand was amazing. It was a heavy, heavy film, um, but I just thought it was so well done. The moments of dark comedy throughout were really well-timed, I thought. Um, it didn't skew too heavily in either direction, comedy or drama. I just felt like it was its own entity. Um, I'd really like to see it win. Yeah. Cool. All right. So if everybody's ready, let's move on to the next category, Best Director. The nominees are Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. All right, so 
Let's not overlook how many progressive milestones this category has achieved this year, no matter who wins. Greta Gerwig is only the fifth woman to be nominated for Best Director, and out of those other nominations, only one woman has won. Jordan Peele is only the fifth black director to be nominated, and if he wins, he will be the first. Guillermo del Toro is only the seventh Latin American director to be nominated, and I predict he will win this year's award. He's won a BAFTA, a Golden Globe, and a Director's Guild Award. I believe he's a lock. Okay. Uh, next up, we'll do Best Actress. The nominees are Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Robbie for I, Tonya, Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird, and Meryl Streep for The Post. This is Meryl Streep's 21st Oscar nomination. Let's just put that in perspective. Uh, the closest people are Katherine Hepburn and Jack Nicholson with 12 each, although Hepburn still holds the record for the most wins with four. Streep, quote-unquote, only has three, but she won't tie with Hepburn this year because Frances McDormand will win. She's already got a BAFTA, a Golden Globe, a SAG Award, and the Critics' Choice Award. Consider her a lock for her second Academy Award win. All right, next up, we're going to tackle Best Actor. So the nominees are Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name, Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out, Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. So what's really interesting about this this year is Timothy Chalamet is the youngest person nominated for Best Actor in almost 80 years. But the favorite this year is definitely Gary Oldman um, for his role as Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour. Um, he's already won a BAFTA this year, a Golden Globe, a SAG Award, the Critics' Choice Award. Um, I would definitely not bet against him, but there always could be an upset. We'll see, uh, we'll see how it turns out on Sunday. Okay, next up, Best Actress in a Supporting Role. The nominees are Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, Allison Janney for I, Tonya, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread, Lori Metcalf for Lady Bird, and Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. So Mary J. Blige is now the first person to be nominated for both a performance and an original song in the same year, but unfortunately for her, I don't think she'll win this category. It will go to Allison Janney. She's already got a BAFTA, a Golden Globe, a SAG Award, and the Critics' Choice Award. Next up is Best Actor in a Supporting Role. The nominees are Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project, Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World, and Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I, I think it's awesome that Christopher Plummer is the oldest person ever to be nominated at 88 years old, as well as being the oldest Oscar winner uh, for when he, won, uh, when he won for Beginners. And it's even more amazing considering the fact that he did this role mere weeks after he replaced Kevin Spacey. But this year, Sam Rockwell is going to win. He has already won the BAFTA, a Golden Globe, a SAG Award, and the Critics' Choice Award for the role. I think there's a pattern here. So all of these acting nominees are pretty much set in stone, in my opinion. Yep. And finally, we're adding in Best Cinematography this year. The nominees are Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and The Shape of Water. So... 
Mudbound's Rachel Morrison is the first female cinematographer to be nominated for this category. It's another great progressive win. And Blade Runner 2049's Roger Deakins has now been nominated 14 times without winning. I believe this will finally be his year. He's got a BAFTA, Critics' Choice Award, and the American Society of Cinematographers Award. So please pick Blade Runner 2049 for this. It's going to pretty much be a lock. So those are the predictions from itsjustawesome.com. We hope that helps you out a bit. Um, you guys got anything you want to say for this? No, I personally, I feel like, again, Charles, we were talking about this earlier. I don't know which one I think it should have replaced, but I feel like I, Tanya, was left out as well of the best picture category. I feel like it hit a lot of unique notes. And I mean, usually, I, I, I don't know, Margot Robbie, I feel like Frances McDormand's performance is not to be ignored, of course. I mean, she's amazing in it. But I really think Margot Robbie had something really special in I, Tonya, And as, of course, Alison Janney as well for supporting. But um, yeah, I feel like that was kind of left out of Best Picture. I'm a little surprised it wasn't nominated. And I feel like that about The Big Sick. I mean, I really thought that was going to get a nomination. Um, mm-hmm. In acting categories as well. I mean, especially for supporting. I thought Holly Hunter was great. You know, and Ray Romano. He was also great. So I was just really surprised that it barely received any attention or any love at these nominations. It was crazy. And I agree. I also think that James Franco should have been nominated for the disaster mm-hmm. artist. Now I know I'm not trying to get into the politics or any of that. I'm just saying that I loved his performance and he, you know, he didn't even get a nomination when he's already won some awards. So it's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, Charles, I think you bring up an interesting point. I'll be, you know, obviously not to get too much into politics, but it will be interesting to see how much the Me Too movement, some of the social change that we've been talking about over the past year, um, you know, how that's going to affect some of the award, you know, turnout on Sunday. So that'll be an interesting watch. I, I think out of all these predictions, I've, I think we've lost Best Picture most of the time. So with our prediction, so we'll see. I, I don't know. Um, that, so, but I, I still think three billboards... But, you know, maybe the Phantom Thread will sneak in. I hope not. And, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis, speaking we'll of that, out. Daniel Day-Lewis, this was, you know, supposed to be his last acting role. So it's kind of yep. cool he got nominated for it. He was fantastic. Yeah. You even thought so, Toby. Yeah, I, I think, you know, this is one of Timothy Chalamet's, um, you know, first leading roles in a movie. And just the emotional you know, aspect of the role and what he was able to bring, um, you know, particularly such a young actor. I think he actually filmed this when he was 20, um, you know, and, and to get to see just the chemistry that, that he and, and Army Hammer had, um, you know, telling the story where there's no antagonist, right? It's, there's nothing that's, there's not a bad guy. It's just a story about two people who fall in love over the summer. Like what a role to be in and, and, just to kind of see the, that story take off in the past few months, um, you know, as, as people start to see it. And, um, you know, I got to see it with you and, and, you know, just to see in a crowd full of, or a theater full of people. And I wasn't expecting that. So it, it, it was really cool to see. I hope it wins. Um, I hope Timothy wins, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think you're right. I think uh, three billboards will, will, uh, you know, edge it out, but see what happens. Army hammer should have, probably been nominated for supporting actor i I, yeah yeah well i thought he was great supporting actor yeah and and you know the one that people have been talking about too is michael stuhlbarg he was in three he was in three of the best picture movies this year i mean he was in the post 
Um, you know, a small role there, um, you know, the shape of water, um, and then call me by your name. So what a year for him, uh, just from an acting perspective, but yeah, he didn't get nominated, um, you know, as an, as an actor in, in, in any of those movies, but, um, man, what a year for him. And they were all diverse characters, like extremely diverse. So it's a, it's oh, a yeah. wide range. Yeah, absolutely. Even Timothy Chalamet was in several of the best pictures as well. He was in, he had a small role in Lady Bird and yep. Yep. Um, and I told Toby if I'd seen him first in Lady Bird, I, I would not have liked him as an actor. <laughs> well, yeah. Just because of that role, you know, but true. then you see his yeah, range. He, he was kind of a jerk, but yeah. Yeah. It's funny that I, I mean, I personally had never heard of him prior to this Oscar cycle. And then everywhere you look, there he is. Me either. So uh, yeah. That's well, cool. it was, what was really funny is we went back, um, Charles and I were, you know, after we saw um, Call Me By Your Name, and he plays the son in Interstellar. And had, you know, that's kind of amazing to see that, you know, somebody in, who, who basically that was his first major film. And then to see where he's gone in just a few short years. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool to see. And yeah, it's yeah. really good. So. Yep. So. All right. Well, anybody listening to this, um, it will be on iTunes. And so if you're listening to it, that's probably where you're listening to it. But um, it hasn't been there before. So we're going to we're going to branch out with it a little bit. So. Anyway, good luck this Sunday, um, and as always, let us know how it turns out for you. Hopefully, we'll win Best Picture this year. Our predictions will be right. I want a year where we get everything right. So This is the year. This is the year. We'll cross our fingers. All right. Have a good one, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, everybody. <laughs>